listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And Alan Cochran. <laughs> you can text the wow. show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We're back in London. Yeah, we've got a new desk, so I thought I'd give it a bit of a spin. Wow. And the it's, jingles it's, it's, out. Uh, it's good to be back. I like the fact that the jingles have been back out. It's sort of retro, almost. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really bother with the jingles much nowadays. I tell you what, they've given this place a, a lick of paint, haven't they? Haven't they? <laughs> Frank said when he came in there was a new machine, he was so excited and back to school, and he said, look at this baby. <laughs> yeah, it is. They've, um, yes. What's happened is here at um, Absolute Radio in Golden Square... London, mm. is that um, we, we now share with several other um, radio stations. Mm. Um, I think we've got Magic FM, have we? Yeah. Magic. Kiss. I think it's Kiss in the Basement. Magic Kiss in the Basement. Yeah. An awful by Battle Bainbridge. <laughs> I, I had to bang on the floor and say, keep that noise down. Yeah. Um, and um, Planet Rock we've got. Is that right? What yeah. else we got, Dave? That's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I think you don't want to start saying ones that aren't part of the group. No, really. no, so it's not like yeah. get in trouble. Hospital radio, <laughs> uh-huh. which is very noble. Don't get me wrong. Mm. <laughs> Can't say anything. If you say anything like that, you see what will happen. Is oh. someone will say, "Oh, Frank Skinner made a disparaging remark about hospital radio," and then you phone up someone who represents a charity that does opposite, and then they say, "Yes, it's really wrong because blah blah blah," and then you've got a news article. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. If anyone wants to be a journalist, young children sitting at home saying, how do you do it? Get someone say something slightly controversial, phone a, a spokesman for a charity which represents vaguely that area, put the two together. Hey, presto. Okay, journalism there. Absolute radio. So uh, what else we got? Well. I'll tell you something that happened gone. to me. I was uh, when when we were still in Edinburgh because we we've been in Scotland for the last four years. In case you've uh, four years. Four years. Oh, sorry, it's felt, not. Felt it wasn't like four years. It felt like four years. It felt like that for me one night. Yeah. Um, He's I mean, lost his mind. I've, I haven't queued for fresh vegetables for many a long time. <laughs> no, it was it was lovely up in Edinburgh, but um, we uh, on the last on the day but one last yeah. day but one. I was crossing the road at um, what I believe they call a pelican crossing. Oh, yeah. And um, there was a man crossing the other way. And I, was, I looked at him, and he was, he was a well-built mm. chap. He looked in good shape. He, look, he looked handy. Was he ripped? Mm-hmm. Um, he had a T-shirt on. On the T-shirt was a dolly bird, what you, what you can only call a dolly bird. All right. I'm not being disparaging. This is a woman who probably calls herself a Dolly Bird. Right. A photograph. I of bet the dolly she has bird? a business card with yeah. Dolly Bird on it. Yeah, a photograph yeah. of a Dolly Bird. Not, not a bride, only not a caricature. No, no, not only a photograph of a Dolly Bird, but she had um, Union Jack knickers on, mm-hmm. and behind her, the, her backdrop was another enormous Union Jack. So it was quite a combo of. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. And as we passed on the um, on the crossing, he said to me, "Brilliant show last night." And I thought, these are my people. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't I just accept that these are my people and stop trying to fight it? So, I here we go. (laughs) Yeah, king of the lads. Did he say, all right, Frankie? (laughs) No, he seemed... uh, He didn't seem like... He didn't seem foolish. Um, He seemed... uh, He just... uh, The combination of Dolly Bird and Union Jack, I found a bit... 
terrifying. Sorry about that. I feel like we should end this on a lighter note. <laughs> Probably giving you flashbacks to the Brits, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, <laughs> now someone will found the charity that represent UKIP, and then yeah. be, there's another news story saying that I I I made a derogatory remarks about Dolly Birds. Oh yeah. And uh, and um, the uh, the Union Jack, which someone then will then text in and say it's actually the Union. It's actually called the Union Flag. It's on the <laughs> yeah, Union Jack. Yeah. It's on it, and all of that. that. Another fact that they think they're the only person that knows, but everyone knows it. I mean, actually, the fact for um, the the people that protect the Dolly Birds, that's the RSPB. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. How is it? <laughs> yeah, there's still a page three. I didn't even know that. Is there? Yeah, it still exists. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, oh, thank God. I, I, I felt trapped in the last link. I couldn't, couldn't get out of it. I thought we were going to open with like a three-hour link and then just say thanks very much. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think people would like that. The, ad- <laughs> the advertiser would be absolutely furious. Mm. Yeah, um, yes, I just I was trapped in a link. What happened? Yes, you know, you, got, you can't, just can't find the door. It's happened to me a lot, of course, getting lost. Anyway, so, yeah, so um, Edinburgh is over. And I, I tell you, I had, I, had I had an interesting gig in that last weekend where um, the audience um, clapped a lot. Oh, really? Oh, like an American 70s talk show. Well, they clapped more than they laughed, I thought. Um, well, only you could see that as a negative. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing it as a negative. Can you stop no, clapping, no. please. But I, that, no. to me, that to me is it's for political comedians. Yeah, at that they, You're they so are they're clap they're clap led. Yeah. Um, whereas I, you know, I, I if they said to me, we if they, say if I did it and the all the audience say they elect, they'd elected a foreman, mm. and that person said to me. Um, Look, um, we're thinking we might clap this. You know, we'll do that bit of a laugh, and then it'll 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 glide into applause. Mm. What do you think? I'd say no. Take the energy that you're planning to use on that <laughs> clapping, and put it into extra laughter. Yeah, that'd be better for me. <laughs> say if you yeah. Claps, why don't you do that next? Say if show. you clap for say for someone who says stuff like um, yeah, and that would be uh, that's Cameron's Britain. Then you can <laughs> applaud. Yeah, I'll have the laughs. Mm-hmm. I so can't wait to com- see the show where the real zinger is. That's Cameron's Britain. Yeah, oh, oh they exist. Tickets still available, I imagine. <laughs> I once completely. A mate told me I'd completely destroyed his stripogram experience by shouting, <laughs> "This is Thatcher's Britain!" In the middle of it, this young girl had turned up, and I just—it just seemed like she was. She needed work. I saw an American uh, comic once, and uh, it was a TV show, and he put his age. His agent sat in the audience oh yeah and when a laugh was slightly bigger just slightly bigger than average so ha, 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 he'd, he'd, he'd start oh, yeah, he'd yeah. start it and the applause would would come in you know that's the thing that old uh, shakespearean actors used to do when they'd finished a soliloquy as they walked off their their leg that their hand that's on the side of the stage towards mm. the curtains so yeah downstage upstage which is it Anyway, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> drama school, not as, wasted. As they, as they walked off after finishing their big speech, drama school. After finishing their big speech, they would slap their own legs. So it sort of begins oh. the round of applause. It's a subtle way of making uh, the crowd get going on. I, oh my oh. god, you're amazing! I worked with an actor once. Who uh, with them all, haven't you? He did some. He did. I won't name names, but he did a thing, and the and the director said, uh, "Oh yeah, well done on that thing." And he said, "Yes, yes, I was listening that day at Rada." 
<laughs> so is that why principal boys in uh, in pantomime slap their thighs? You know when it's oh, a lady. Possibly. I want to try and encourage punters uh, to laugh. Yeah, it's all I'm to sure clap. not. Might be. It's it works clap. for me. Anyway, so um, yes. I'll tell you what, can I run a run a, a, a piece of audience chit-chat with you just to make sure it's all right in retrospect? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't feel remotely tense. I asked a Daisy guy... doesn't look tense. I asked I'm a guy happy. if he was in a relationship, and yeah. he said... It's yeah, actually, stage. he said, I'm getting married next week. I'm flying out to China. Lovely. Um, my girlfriend's Chinese. We're getting married in China. Uh-huh. And I said, well, you'll be all right for rice. Right. That's all right, isn't it? I think that's fine, yeah. Isn't that all right? I, I think it's okay, I suppose. I mean, I don't think it's the most heartfelt sentiment. No, no, but it's not. Pre-wedding. In a comedy show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a negative stereotyping, is it? No. Uh, right, the rice industry. I think it's factually accurate. You're that the rice industry edgy. is alive and well right. in China. I'm such, fine with it. It's such a tense business comedy <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> now someone will phone up the Chinese embassy, get a quote, and then that'll yeah. be there's another news article. <laughs> yeah. I think you're Honestly, right. I don't know where to go next. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank, you know there was a picture posted of you earlier up on our website, and you were eating a Cornish pasty. Yes. Someone has tweeted us. Seven oh nine. I had a Cornish pasty <laughs> this morning. Cumbria guy, nineteen seventy. Yeah. He sounds a crazy character. Has just tweeted us to say that is definitely a picture of a man ready to go on radio rather than TV. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Which I think it's rather fine. Very good point. I think we once had a debate about how early can you eat a pasty. Well, the problem, we don't have a toaster at the moment. Part of the refurbishment here, <laughs> making this place a more elegant and, and pleasant place to work, is getting rid of the toaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, in the sten- so when um, Charlie... Uh, texted me and said there isn't a toaster what would you like instead Yeah. I said I'll have a pasty and the first week I did that she took it as a joke <laughs> and didn't get any pasty it was a joke you are a known joker I am uh, by by trade a joker but on this yeah. occasion no I knew you and were being deadly serious and you reacted in a sort of um, rather in the fashion of Saddam Hussein <laughs> <laughs> how do you mean well, I, I, feel I ate a big were... statue of Charlie <laughs> with a pasty <laughs> I feel you were rather disproportionately cross about it. Well, I mean, I came in. You know when, you, when your mouth is ready for a certain foodstuff? You know, your mouth is mm. almost like they've, they've decorated in preparation mm. in your mouth. Right. My mouth was slightly watering and ready for the pasty. And I think I got a pan au chocolat. <laughs> it was a completely yeah. different experience. Mm. Listen, I think I've worked out... I've been humming and ahhing about this. I think I've worked out next year's Edinburgh show. Oh, good. Oh. Are, we, yeah. are we going again, are we? <laughs> well, I think it should be... I think I should have an angle. I think people have had enough of stand-up now. Yeah? They want a gimmick. Uh-huh. So, um... Well, this doesn't like, sound this is going to be embittered. No, people <laughs> like a theme. No, they do like a theme, though. You'd agree with that, Alan. Do pe- have, you, have you got a theme? No. Did you have a theme now? See, if you don't have a theme, people say, it's all right, but, it, didn't, but didn't have a theme. Sh- and should the theme be connected with your personal life or some sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, the theme should have an air you? of sadness about it. Oh, should it? Oh, yeah. oh is that better, oh, is it? Well, it had that, but <laughs> that's yes. a different story. Was it deliberate? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it should have a serious, little serious bit. I saw both of your shows... And I can exclusively reveal that neither of them had themes. No. But that's no bad thing. You didn't think mine had a theme? No, uh, that's no bad thing. I thought mine had subtext, no. at least. I I've got nothing against themes. I just think... You're both uh, very consummate stand-ups. You don't need a theme. You know, I'm actually a consulate stand-up. <laughs> I, I smoke menthol cigarettes throughout. 
And you know what? They're really clear in my head. <laughs> but if there's any children listening, they're extremely bad for you, so don't even try them. Anyway. So it's, um, it's based on me having to learn the basics of hair cutting over the next 12 months. Oh, yeah. But I just thought, I often have, you know, conversations with the... Um, I've often thought in the barbers and the hairdressers, whatever you call them nowadays, wouldn't it, imagine what a pleasant experience um, this would be if the barber was a was a, a wit and raconteur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so um, I thought if I learned the and I spoke to a man who's a professional hairstylist. He said six months I could get the basics down. That's good. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, for for a simple haircut. So um, the idea is I get, I do an hour show. Yeah. I'm serious, I'm serious. And for 20 minutes, you, get, you do three. I said how long is a haircut? He said about 20 minutes on average. So you get three punters up at the audience and give them a trim That's whilst talking idea. to them and you find out about them and stuff. And you're guaranteed so, a few bums on seats just from stingy people that want a haircut as yeah, well. Yeah, well, as you'd the be show. there every show. I'd be there. It wouldn't clash that year. So, what? Can I just ask <laughs> a quite practical question? What separates this from a this morning makeover? Because that's essentially what you've just described. Yeah, well, there'd be, there'd be at least one person involved who wasn't an imbecile, <laughs> <laughs> and that would change things considerably. And this this man I, I spoke to, this professional, he he came in to cut my hair. Before. I had a photo shoot this week um, with um, with one of That's with a, a major comedian, um, and um, so uh, this guy who I met actually used to work for Mister Teasy Weezy Raymond. Who's that? Oh. Who's that? <laughs> well, I'll tell you after this. Skinner. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Mr. Teasy Weezy Raymond was, to my knowledge, the first of the celebrity hairdressers. When I was a little boy, used to see him on um, arriving at premieres with Princess Margaret, that kind of character. And this bloke who cut my hair, it was a very nice bloke, he he was like an apprentice... At Mr. Teasy Weezy Raymond's oh, shop. Have, he must have been packing in some years. I said, I bet you got some celebrities in. He said, Yeah. He said, I remember that um, Salvador Dali coming <laughs> in for a haircut. <laughs> that Salvador <laughs> Dali. That was a surreal experience. <laughs> oh, very good. The amount of times you hear people say that was a pretty surreal oh. experience. And they don't, they don't know what a surreal experience is until they've had Salvador Dali in the chair. Okay. He said he was very um, preoccupied. Like he was thinking about other things all the time. Dali. <laughs> so what he said. Anyway, so I'm going to call it. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn one haircut, uh-huh. oh. which is basically a bit like um, Jim uh, Jim uh, Carey's in Dom and Dumber. Oh yeah, all right. That one. Um, like a sort of swept back thing. No, it, it was it was a fringe. Oh. I called the show the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. And, yeah. uh, and then, and do you know what? That will help you with your Google searches. Yeah, yeah. and not yeah, uh, but not just that. Is that there'll be th- an extra three people on the town every day advertising my show with their um, extraordinary fringe <laughs> haircut that I've caught. Oh, so it'd be like sa- sending out, you know, sandwich board men, except I'll have done it Walking myself out of there. Looking head. lovely. It's got everything. It's got it I've often thought, I, once, I used to think about a, a, chat, a chat show, because, you know, you sit, when you've sat on the sofa for whatever it was, 11, 12 years, mm-hmm. 
you think, oh, there must be another way of doing this. I had an idea for uh, a chat show where instead of just sitting, we were shearing sheep. Yeah. And we spoke while we were doing it, but I thought the clippers would um, mm, be, be too loud. be hard for the... Um the sound man, not Snooker. least his boom mic might look a bit sheep-like as well. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But uh, snooker, I thought, was another possibility. You play snooker with a celebrity, but some of them... Uh, I used to have a bit of material that uh, very similar to what you're saying. Really? <laughs> yeah, about how uh, they should... Uh, I hate should, it when this happens. They <laughs> should spice up the snooker by whilst they're sat down, they have to be getting a haircut, so the next day you'd be able oh, to tell God. who'd been really given an absolute pasting because they'd have a massive perm or something. Oh, this is too completely set. No, but the idea of, of chat shows where they're not just sitting there doing things... Because people talk more when they're doing other stuff, don't you think? Well, you could do... Yeah. You could have all the guests on at one time. Oh. Uh, decorating? <laughs> you could have people decorating. Yeah, decorating. have a chat while sanding the woodwork and somebody else is doing something else, isn't it? Yeah. Like prep. Or, um, yeah, trying to get something from under a sofa. You know, you try, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know when there's something under a sofa and you, you have to yeah. look around for anything that looks like a <laughs> stick in the house. Yeah, you realise yeah. you don't really have any many stick-like things in the house. Where have all the sticks gone? Yeah, why haven't it, we got hockey sticks just if the bread, in the house? If the bread knife's not long, then you think, well, we've got the umbrella. But everyone's umbrellas now, those little squat ones. You know, you mm. get the long umbrellas. Well, you don't tend to keep pokers either no. in that area anymore, do you? No pokers, they've gone. No. So you end up sort of, um, you know, luckily, uh, my son now has got a sword. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's handy. Yeah. So I'm able to use that. We but fish lost stuff out from under the couch <laughs> using a plastic golf club. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um, Do you feel like Lancelot's father? I like that. Because love, stuff loves to get under the couch. They ought to have a thing in the couch that sort of comes up and fits into the handle. That's a long stick yeah. thing <laughs> that you can get under it. I had a car that had an umbrella in the passenger door once. No, but with a car you can just back it up a bit, you don't have to get underneath That's it. That's true, yeah. You haven't thought that through. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had, uh, I think, a really good suggestion for your next Edinburgh show. 441 has texted us. Hi, Frank. If you want an angle for your Edinburgh show, then perhaps you should call it Reflex Obtuse, because sometimes you are deliberately difficult. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. And it's so true. Do you know what? Maybe I'll go for it. Ref <laughs> Reflex Obtuse is a good title, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Might keep some of the riffraff out. Two hard words. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, we've also had a text. What, is, what was the name of that? That was 441. I believe he's oh. called Ash. Ash441, he calls himself. Oh, That's okay. his surname. Okay. Um, you, uh, you discussed earlier that you were a bit worried that you had an audience that clapped more than they laughed. Yes. Um, and uh, we've had a text from 760. Hi, Frank. Don't know if this reassures you or not, but my rule when watching live comedy is you laugh at funny and you laugh and clap together, either at really funny or at clever. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> I like a man with a formula. Yes. He's uh, he's one of those ones where he, he comes in, he knows what he's going to do. I like that about uh, him. Uh, so if it's, he thinks, oh, that's funny. Hold on, it's also clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I suppose that's all right. I felt that these people were... I think I think they were substituting applause for laughter. Mm-hmm. And that's no good. I don't mind them as a combination. Yeah. But, um, can I tell you what it's like? It's not like a reel. Um, can I tell you what it's like? It's <laughs> like when you're... You know when they come on and they do the ovation? 
at the end of a musical mm. and you're clapping and then the clapping turns into just clapping like that uh, yeah. so you're not actually applauding them i don't like that because you're mm. not giving them their propers then they're just clapping along to the song what about yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know stomping yeah i don't like that hey don't like, you don't like that frank we've had another text yeah, that's three this morning. When I saw him Slade at the NME Pole Winners concert in 1971... Depressing much. We stomped so much <laughs> that we... Th- it's like all the seating moved a bit further from the stage. We oh. were further back at the Cheated end. yourselves out. Yeah, we did. We made, our, we made our seats cheaper, accidentally. Frank, we've had a missive about the OC. OK. This the is- OC, I should say, for new listeners, is Christian O'Connell, the um, captain of our breakfast show, our mm-hmm. flagship show i'm gonna call it that this is from joe and sutton morning frank and gang frank christian o'connell claimed yesterday that you kept him waiting an hour to meet you this week deliberately difficult yes in order for you to have a 500 pound haircut can you confirm or deny these claims well i don't know how much the haircut costs but i'm glad that christian's researched it (laughs) well joe says i can't see your barnet justifying 500 quid's worth of work no disrespect so well, it was a paper. very fine haircut, and it was cut by a man who was an apprentice to Mr. Teasy Weezy Raymond. <laughs> so this is the very same haircut. I don't know if we kept an hour, but me and Christian had a, a photo shoot together oh. this week, which we're probably supposed to... I'm surprised he mentioned it, because I think we're supposed to keep it quiet in case the other presenters on the station got really upset that they're not featured on the billboard posters. Uh-oh. But as long as we don't mention that, I think we're all right. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We, uh, we, did, a, we did a photo shoot, me and Christian O'Connell, yeah. um, for the, the new Absolute Radio poster thing campaign. Mm. And it was, um, it was... Did it go well? It was a laugh. I mean, it was me and Christian O'Connell and some other people. And I don't see him very often, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, it was almost as if, as if the creator... Had, um, had appeared above the room and said, "Let there be banter." Oh yeah, <laughs> and and there was banter. Banter ensued. Was it if flying? You took a, if you took uh, had a photo shoot with the OC, I'm surprised he didn't ask me to take the picture because that's what he <laughs> normally does when you two are photographed together. <laughs> what oh, wow. we did, we um, we recreated um, the photo was that we recreated Janet Jackson's iconic 1993 Rolling Stone cover. Oh, did you? He was behind me copying my <laughs> breasts. Uh-huh. Oh. It was all right. <laughs> Didn't mind it. I mean, it wasn't quite the same. I was standing on a chair. <laughs> no, no, he was... Uh, well, you'll see. I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to reveal the okay. thing. But can I say that one element of it... Yeah. Um, ...involved wearing house slippers. Uh-huh. Okay. And I said to the, um, the designer man whoever he was, uh, the creative, I think they call him. I mm. said, the trouble is with this is that these slippers don't really... They are house slippers, but they're not what you think of mm-hmm. when you think of house slippers. And you need the most stereotypical house slippers. So when the people see it, they think, oh, he's wearing house slippers. And you speak as an authority on this, yeah. as a man who's recently I worn speak, house slippers for, yeah. a, for a television programme with need- a suit. I also speak, as ever, as a bit of a git. <laughs> <laughs> Because in the best um, obtuse reflex um, <laughs> tradition, mm. I then said, of course, you can completely ignore my input on this. But the last time my input was completely ignored, we ended up with the uh, Victorian Asylum campaign, <laughs> which was the last absolute radio campaign, which was, I thought, a bit of a <laughs> bit of a bummer. 
So, uh, in which we're all, in which all the presenters are in a in a Victorian asylum, mm-hmm. which is the theme. The theme was um, cruelty rules. How, how did <laughs> it go down square. when you made this observation? Like it always does, you right. know. Is your life just punctuated by bouts of silence? <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much silence. It's it's the sa- the whirring sound of people making a mental note of what they're going to say uh, when, when I leave the room. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Um, some of you have, and there have been rich, funny and interesting examples of the human mind expressing itself in text form. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. I think we've had three of those. They're all rubbish. And uh, email the show via the Absolute Radio website, um, which again proves that often the brightest people are the stingiest. Alan. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, we actually have had a text. You know, you said that you might do hair cutting whilst you um, whilst you do your Edinburgh show because yeah. hairdressers are often not great wits, and it's a bit. Well, of I did. I don't think I said. There. I don't think I said that. I inferred it certainly. Mm. Well, uh, eight zero zero zero. Carl has texted Frank. Maybe instead of haircuts, you could try tattooing people. Um, I mean, that's even more time-intensive. So it if is, you're, it's, it's quite a permanent error. If you're stuck I like somebody, the element of jeopardy as well. You know, I think you could call it something like pain for pleasure or tats with chats. Oh, tats with good. chats would Tat work. show, you could call it. Tats show, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I have a pleasure. friend who is a tattooist who is an interesting guy. Frank Skinner, Inc. Very good. Oh, lovely. Very good. Yes, but um, I, I think uh, whereas people ultimately would forgive you for a bad haircut, true. If I did, like um, you know, when you get these people with misspellings on their tattoos, and yes. stuff, you never forgive anyone for that. That's mm-hmm. fancy. Right. It's true. Okay, um, but yeah, I still think it's a great idea. What I did once, uh, you know, that I must have told you that story. It's, it's the closest I've been to being in a joke. I went for a haircut, and the guy said, how do you want it? I said, well, yours is all right. What do you have? He said, I have number I have number two all over. I said, okay, then I'll have that. So he, so he cut it. I said, whoa, this is a lot shorter. I said, it's a lot shorter than yours. He said, oh, yeah, mine's grown out quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly like I was in a joke. <laughs> I lived in a joke for a short time. What about when I went for a haircut and there was I was on tour mm. and the guy said, How do you want it? I said, Um like that over there. And there was a poster of me Very over good. the road with my hair short oh, and he that's copied handy, it off. Frank. Oh, that's, that's what good. people should do. Yeah. It's like I had a haircut, as I said before this photo shoot, as the OC tried to out me. Uh-huh. Um I had a haircut and I didn't there was I didn't look in the mirror or anything. I went I had the haircut, and then I went and did it. It's like quite a big poster campaign we're doing. So then, I went. Wow. so I did the poster campaign without seeing the haircut. So they could have cut no into the front of your hair. They could have cut anything. A- anything. But you know when they, you know when they hold a mirror up at the end of an haircut, mm-hmm. and you say, "Yeah, yeah, I love that." Mm-hmm. For me, I went. I, I'm doing it with a major billboard <laughs> poster campaign. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Thanks for lovely. Thanks very much. That's what I'm going to say every time I drive past one. Oh, that's lovely, thanks. Lovely, yeah. yeah. Great. do me. I did a bit of... I mind a bit of driving then, even though yeah. it's on the radio. Right, yeah. With oh, a tiny really steering wheel as well. See, it's all about committing. I loved it. It's, it's all very well holding back, but it's all about committing. It was uh, Suggsian. 
Thank you. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, never mind all these this haircut nonsense. Uh, well, you say that. <laughs> well, no, but there's somewhere he attended this week which he still hasn't told me about. And Hold I'd on, like can to we get, Can it. we get tattoo go to that the way? <laughs> oh, so. shall we? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. say what happened. Yeah, um... Well, we just had some texting with people saying Edinburgh Tattoo would be a great name for that. Which is great. I think it's brilliant. We've had uh, two texts, was it? Uh, Just the one, four, three, two. We had two texts and, I'm afraid I'm going to say it, Daisy, the producer, also came out with it. Yeah, I think she probably read it off the text. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't. It's a bit of a coincidence. Never come out with anything funny before. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly. Thank. That's her and horrified laughter in the background, by the way. Because well, they're going to have ideas and not voicing them. <laughs> and I That's knew how Nazi Germany happened. <laughs> I knew she was pleased with it because she did. I observed she took a sip of water like they do on University Challenge when they've got the answer right. Yeah, mm. and the snooker after, yeah, a, big, the, after yeah. a good break. Mm-hmm. So a little sip of water. Yes, yeah. I chew on that. <laughs> I'm afraid you've been um, picked up somewhat. Uh, Ian Stewart Dootson has texted, Frank, you implied barbers aren't great wits, not inferred. Another person infers what you imply. Oh, yes, that's absolutely correct, and I apologise. Well, I did notice it, but, but I wasn't going to pick you up. Did you? Yeah. Yes, wow. you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Daisy came up with any better. Was this plagiarist corner? No, thank you for correcting me, because that was wrong. I apologise. I apologise for my good manners. But perhaps, even though I'm 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 down, I'm beaten down at the moment with my uh, wrongness. Um, I can ask a favour of our readers. Um, yeah. There's a song lyric in my head, and I'd really like to know what it's from. It's just a tiny, a tiny. It's over. Let it go. Is what, what is I've that? Got. It's a line. It's over. Let it go. And it's from a is, song, and I can't remember frozen? what song it is. Please, pardon. Is it from Frozen? Oh, it won't be anything that trendy. <laughs> Trendy? Not <laughs> oh, Albert Tatlock. <laughs> Tra- you and your trendy music. I won uh, 60 quid Clear on, off. Al- on Albert Tatlock. Did you? Albert Tatlock's a Coronation Street, a character yeah. played by Jack Harris. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. The me sort and some- of man who'd say to you, clear off. Yeah, me and some friends had a, what we used to call the death list, which we'd put together every new year. Oh, I we remember. Had to, we had to guess absolutely this. disgusting. You had to guess the first celebrity to go down. And um, a <laughs> friend of mine had Gorbachev. Gorbachev, um, was I mean he was on a life support machine, but we wouldn't pay up. <laughs> and then uh, and then Albert Tatlock came. You know like, you know you know like those runners come through that you think that you thought you'd written off a run and suddenly they burst through at the end and break the tape. Mm. Oh, along comes Albert Tatlock. I was watching the morning news with my parents and it said um, the popular actor Jack Howard through play has has died. And I went, Yeah righty Which uh, confused them somewhat. <laughs> Can I say I had massive respect and affection for him, but, you know, 60 quid, 60 quid. <laughs> Especially with a habit like yours. <laughs> yes, I was into um, monastic cosplay at the time, so I was spending quite a lot of money on habits. And the tonsure, I used to have a tonsure in those days at the hairdresser. Did you? Oh, I'd that love it if you of, had a tonsure. Took a bit of explaining. It's over, let it go. It's over, let it go. So far, no texts have Will come in explaining that. please tell us about where you went this week? Yes, I was at the centre of the universe on Tuesday night. You know when you're at an event and you feel like everybody it's in a, the world is talking about Jules Verne book launch or No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I haven't been to one of those for uh, ages. Um, I was at the opening night of uh, Kate Bush. <gasps> Super duper. Fab- fabulous. And you know what? 
I, Do you I, love it? Well, my girlfriend is as obsessed with Kate Bush as, as anyone I've ever met to be obsessed with anyone. Mm. And she... Um, when when I knew Kate Bush was touring, I had had to had to had to get her a, a ticket, uh-huh. and I really wanted to get it for the opening night, and I wanted to get good tickets, so I paid. I paid one hundred and thirty five quid. It wasn't a showbiz um, as your padre, oh, okay, uh, as we say in the monastic cosplay <laughs> world. Um, but um, we ended up we were in the centre stalls. We, we we were basically in line with the microphone. We were so central in the oh, fourth great. row. Excellent. Oh, on the lovely. opening night. Not Absolutely. too near that you'll get a crick in your neck, but not no, too but, far uh, that you're watching near to see that Kate Bush is still a very, uh, very beautiful woman. And there was occasional moments Brilliant. when she'd turn her hair one side and you could see that 19-year-old girl singing Wuthering Heights, even though she didn't sing Wuthering Heights. But it was... I'll tell you what she looks like, and I don't... I really don't mean this, but I was looking at her to think, you really remind me of someone, Kate. Who she looks it? like a very beautiful Brian Clough. <laughs> Thanks. Honestly, you look at some pictures of Brian. Not, I mean, not when yeah. he. Um, not, well, I look not like when Nig- well, I look like Nigel Clough. That's my lookalike. Oh well, there you go. Well, mm-hmm. uh, this well, not. I don't mean in his later days no. when, as David Badin always used to say, he looked like a black currant crumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, when he was uh, a bit younger than that. If you look at it and just squint a bit, you can see Kate Bush, um, which I don't know what that says. It says that Brian Clough was perhaps more beautiful than we than we think. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, oh, sound suddenly sound a bit echoey. Well, I'm all right with it. Did you? Yeah, I don't mind. I'm a well, bit... Um, citizens of London, return to your homes. <laughs> While you were... Uh, what if, that if that's just blasted out of someone's car radio and they're oh. going past? That's going to be a bit of panic, like when Orson Welles did um, War of the Worlds. That yes, it's be. very like that. Yeah. Um... There's been a lot of uh, missives onto eight twelve fifteen. The text number saying, "Frank, the song you were trying to identify a it's song." Out, with the line, "It's over, let it go." Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't think that's enough of a clue because we've had a lot of people say it's Tom Waits. Tom Waits, the lyric. Frank, it's Tom Waits. Let it go. I don't know if they're saying "Let it go" as in I "Stop asking," or the title of the song I is "Let it go." It Frank, it is because I everyone else says it is. Frank, try it's over by Tom Waits from Phil in Mablethorpe. I don't think that's and then it. there's just a few randoms. Um, you know, Frank. How about tattoo upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your place or mine? <laughs> is Frank, that, a, is that song... a reference to when I looked at a flat where yes. um, tattoo were actually um, at the flat upstairs? Do you remember? It this could song? well be. Yes. Is it, or is it just that there's um, a song called "Upstairs" by Tattoo know, and upstairs. it includes the lyric "It's over, let it go." But that would be perfect because I could play. Mm-hmm. I could have got that flat and then played tattoo upstairs, and then tattoo would have been upstairs. I did hear I did hear music coming from their flat now and again, but it was mainly. Uh... <laughs> Keep it down a bit, will you? <laughs> Trying to watch the cricket. <laughs> Oi! Uh, that's what happened when I bought the flat um, below tattoo. We also have. Um... So back to Bush. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, I think I think oh, was mid sentence. Frank, the song is from your namesake Mike Skinner's album "A Grand Don't Come for Free," which is um, also ironic, given that you've got some horizontal income from previous DVD sales and stuff like that. So it probably does, really, doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. Depends who you know. Some... In my experience. Let's <laughs> leave it there. I don't, I don't think it's that. I'm really sorry I've done this for you guys because um, I don't think either of those are correct. 
When it's not a typical text in. No, I've no. got a bit of this oh, song in my head. What is it? a entertaining one. If <laughs> no, we're going to no, be completely no, I'm frank sorry, about I'm, this, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking I'm the hit on I'm that. Merely, I'm doing my best with it. I'm merely using the readers <laughs> as a facility. I realise that. I'm sorry, I take it back. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, it is going to nag at me all morning. Anyway, look, Kate Bush. Um, she was uh, she was amazing. I tell you what I liked about it is that um, you should have done the Shepherd's Bush. Is she she did, missed the trick there. Uh, she <laughs> did, yeah. But she was Hammersmith, so it was oh, wasn't yeah. quite there. Um, but she, uh, I, she she did. I mean, you must have read about it now, maybe. She didn't do the hits at all. She did like no two, babushka, two side no babushka. Not that I could see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was in the fourth row. She, um, I tell you what, it's like if we did a live show and the whole thing was about Peter the Wild and Julie's taxis. It was. Com- <laughs> It was completely no surrender, you know. You had to be hardcore <laughs> or yeah. forget about it. And I kind of respect her for that. It's yeah. like she, you know, she doesn't do a, 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 a tour for, like, whatever it is, 30 years. And then... Um, she does a lot of what I believe Pete Waterman refers to as own stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. That's what she, uh, mm. she... She just... She did it as if she's been touring for ages and now this is a new blah, blah, blah. I, I really like... Cause, you know, so many of them come back, trot out the hits, count them on yeah. it. Mm. Respect her. And she had... Um, to Cat's delight, she had a son involved in it. It was Ginger, and we've oh. got a Ginger son. So suddenly, there's a big bond. Lovely mm. connection. Ginger son club. Ginger son, of course, is I believe the colour of son where Superman has some of his powers, but not all of them. Nice. Are you going with Ginger then, rather than redhead, when or, you, when you refer to it? I'm, I'm, I've liberated the G word. I like that because yeah. I have people come and look at my son's hair and say, "Oh, he's a sort of a strawberry." But no, use the G word. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I, I lay, I lay it on them. It's a sort I'm of, uh, it's a sort of gingers with attitude. Yeah, that thing that we've got going. I've, we've Good reclaimed the word in Good our house. For you. Yeah, Gin- he's ginger. Mm. What's wrong with that? Well, it's nothing. But you make him sound a bit like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a bit like a cat, aren't we? I mean, you know, deep down. Mm. You feel my? Listen to my tongue on the microphone. <laughs> A little bit on the rough side, I think you'll agree. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Do you know what? This is, I, I don't know if this is legal, but my two-year-old son Uh-oh. watched the whole of Doctor Who. Citizen's Arrest. Yeah. Is, and it was a 75-minute episode. Yeah. And there was some people um, who... Uh, I don't approve of that, exposing them at that young age to really? that show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was some I want some them to scary. meet women and have a lively life. <laughs> That'll all come. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Plenty of time for that. Um, you should listen to um, Verity, the podcast, um, a Doctor Who podcast done exclusively by women. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you mean wow, 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 wow. What about when my mother? Hold it, the found Arge. Relax. <laughs> they have. Arge was He's missing, but he is found. <laughs> I've been stiff with stress. Arge <laughs> once was lost, but now he's found. Oh, is he definitely Arch found? Is here again. <laughs> 
Um, it's found. It's all right. It's everything's again. okay. Relax, everyone. Can I laugh and clap at that? Because <laughs> I thought it was funny and. No, I'm clever. really glad that, that, that. I was worried. <laughs> I, I was worried. <laughs> Hold on, I better put these away then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <in> the <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Daisy just complained about Wolf of Wall Street. The film said it was too long. I don't like it when people say that. As Concentrate. As a bit too long. <laughs> Listen, you started something. Oh. With this whole ginger campaign, we've been inundated with some gingers. Oh, good. Well, uh, first of all, we have. 786. Does this mean we'll see you scaling the Houses of Parliament and unravelling a banner, Fathers for Ginger? Wouldn't it be Gingers for Justice, wouldn't that? Yeah, it would be. Fred and Epson. Uh, you even get a bit of alliteration. It's good to rewrite. Justice for Gingers. Good to rewrite that <laughs> suggestion, though. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Justice yeah. for Gingers, that's it. That's a little copy like. edit on it. <laughs> I like to get the text in and then gag them up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Laura's texted, we've also called our son Ginger from early on, so if he gets teased at school, it means nothing to him. Well, I call, I've called my son Boz, oh. and he's ginger, so they're, 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 the, the bullies will just be... They won't know where to start. And what I'm doing Don't know is... where to start. Exchange and mod. <laughs> I like it. Means nothing to him. My son isn't ginger, but I am, um, I'm teasing him early on, so if he gets teased at school, it means nothing to him. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. What yeah. about Rich? Stop saying it I means nothing to him. It's I like actually with mid-earth. I definitely my son on a regular basis. Chinese yeah. burns. Yeah, it's like a real therapy, nails, really, isn't it? <laughs> no, I think it is important. I'll tell you, I have done ginger jokes in the past. Let me own up to that. Yeah. I am like St. Paul. Oh, you have. Mm. You know, I persecuted Christians, and then I had a road to Damascus experience. Right. No, that, you didn't my, really. Your son that, was just ginger. Well, it actually happened to me in the kitchen. I had a road to Domestos <laughs> experience. <laughs> what about Rich and Harlow, Frank? Good morning. Are they? Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> then why do they remain? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean that. Sorry. See, they, they phone up the mayor of Harlow and he'll say, oh, yeah, this is Harlow's a very fine place and people like Frank Skinner. And then they've got a story, got a news story. Yep. Good on you for using ginger. My nephew has been called Ginger Boy or Red Lad since he was born. Red Lad? He's Who is he, the singing detective? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a horse. It's rosacea he's got. He's now six and can't be bothered if other kids call him Ginger. Water off a ginger duck's back. Brilliant. Well, it's important because, um, you know, it is another form of uh, singling out a minority, let's face it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to uh, say hello to uh, Debbie Wythe and the entire Wythe family, who've tweeted us a picture of their family. Fight for the ginger cause. We're a family virtually all ginger, even the dog, cat and fish. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're a lovely family, I have to say. <laughs> you see, I like the idea of the ginger cause, because if the cause had all been ginger, would they have be, uh, been so lost in after? No, I think... Um, uh, that's, that's an interesting... That's a good point. Oh, I know, I know. The ginger history might not even remember them. There could be a lost cause. <laughs> Very. Yeah, it could be in the same place as Arge. <laughs> Arge is fine, by the way. Yeah. Well, as far as we know. In case you don't wonder what we're talking about, Arge is somebody from... Um, he's off of. In his own, the, he's only off way, of the only way is Essex, yeah. who went missing and now has returned. He once was lost, but... No, he's been... Maybe he's it. had a road to Damascus time conversion. Maybe. Um, Maybe. It reminds me of... Uh, there's a West Brom game when one of our uh, strikers, Fabian de Freitas, didn't turn up. It was a, a, a bank holiday afternoon game. Mm. And he thought it was a night game. <laughs> so he's in bed. <laughs> it's this kind of dedication that's put us where we are today at West Brom. Sol, Sol Campbell went missing, I seem to remember. Mm-hmm. Did and, he? And uh, Stephen Fry, yeah. of course. 
Yeah, you don't get many missings, though. <laughs> no. Missing no. celebrities. Especially not with the celebrities. No, no, they've got, they're, you know, too much to lose. <laughs> they don't want to go. And Arge, it was pretty short term. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's hope there wasn't there's any horrible reasons, as we've been laughing about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I tell you, um, I've discovered that my son has another great uh, passion. He loved oh, Doctor that, Who. Is that the red lad? Yeah, he like, he like, yeah, he watched the whole of Doctor Who. Oh, um, good for him. Shame. It I, did start I after. That. It did open with a uh, with a dinosaur, which is is yeah. liable to draw the two year olds in. That's you right. Did, yeah. You did you watch it? I did, but um, I didn't. I didn't manage the full. What was it? Seventy five. Mm. I, I had to leave for my um, Edinburgh show. Um, what would it been at that time of night? I mm. was going to walk up, and uh, and I just yeah, I thought oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to miss the last five or ten minutes. And in the end, I thought oh, it's fine, I'll miss the last five or ten minutes. It's fine. Isn't it? So you haven't you haven't I played the last ten, you watched? No, no. You, you weren't a fan. It was fine. It's fine. Just fine. You know, didn't feel like the last. Didn't need it. Mm. Oh, what Frank about- <laughs> looks very upset. Well, it's better than my, when my mother saw the Christmas special. I watched the and whole she said, episode. Can you believe really grown men sit and watch this? <laughs> <laughs> what is it that people get so unpleasant? Oh, what, about? I wasn't being unpleasant. I was just giving you my. Um... I think I know what it is. Go on. It's because you people, you yes, people. you people get so obsessive about it. You mm. build up so much, and then it looks so cheap. Oh. It is cheap. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't think it looked cheap. <laughs> yeah, I think AA Girl claimed that it used eighty percent of BBC's drama body or something like that. Probably. However, AA having said all Gil. that, <laughs> I love um, PCAP. Yeah, me yeah. too. And um, I love Efskin, so I will be tuning into your episode. Yeah. Okay. You love Efskin? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> can't get enough. Is that a bit racist? I'm trying to work out. Anyway, so uh, it is, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, I tell you what, Boz loves. Oh yeah. Baggage reclaim. Oh, does he? Oh, man, I've never seen anyone. We sat and we watched every bag drop. Our stuff had all come off. I couldn't yeah. get him away from the uh, from the conveyor belt. He absolutely... I mean, you know, I Brilliant. love luggage. Yeah, I've been admiring, um, I have to say, the Cockrell's luggage this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's gone a sort of a... Was it day glow? It's a bright orange... Um, I, I suppose you would call it like an over-the-shoulder... Boulder holder. <laughs> Do you know what he looks like? He's very. It's with that rucksack. It's very. Uh, it's not a rucksack. It's just a. Um, oh, whatever it is. Of course, you have to take it's the a handbag. Really, it's isn't it? Scandi internet startup entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the shoulder straps off, of course, for baggage reclaim. Do you? You have to yeah. take what? You have to take the shoulder straps. You're supposed to take the shoulder straps off if it's going to go in the hold. Right. In oh. case one of the sniffer dogs gets a poor cord. Think is the That's argument. a nice piece of conversation. If you're at a dinner party and you want to get the conversation going, <laughs> yeah. might remember that little one. Fact. So anyone, yeah, here, could, um, uh, anyone who got back with a shoulder strap, listen in. <laughs> you usually go for the hovercraft, don't you? He so loved it though. Uh, a uh, bright yeah. orange bag, perfect for baggage reclaim. Yes, very because good. Lo- I love a distinct. I bought a new bag this way. I'm a bit of a labels man when it comes. <laughs> Are to you? That. I am. That's the one area of my best life. I've heard really? of it. It's the one area of my life where. Uh, yeah. What, what did you get yourself? Primark. I went Slassinger. Louis, Louis <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that? Slassinger. <laughs> like 1973. <laughs> How sla- was Sports Direct? Was it fun? <laughs> it was from Sports Direct, actually. <laughs> of course it was. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> is this, is this a Slassinger um, suitcase? No, it's a knapsack. Knapsack? <laughs> yeah, you know, on my back. 
Is it ro- or is it rock sack? What's the difference between a knapsack and a rock sack? Um, one, one is you fighting and one you sleeping. Yeah, that's right. Okay, let's work that out. Let's <laughs> cancel that. Knapsack that feels a bit it's more Christopher Robin. It's over, let it go. Um, sorry? I was just saying a knapsack feels a bit more Christopher Robin or something. Yeah, you're probably right. A rucksack feels a bit more Scandinavian tourist. Yeah. It's a very fine line. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show. Lots of people have. Mm-hmm. On 8, 12, 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We have an answer. This morning I've been plagued by a lyric. It's over, let it go. And people said it was Tom Waits. People and said it was... Tattoo. Uh, tattoo. And a million more people said it was Tom Waits as well. OK. Still got those Tom Waits coming in. But you know yeah. what? We've got it. We've got it. I didn't get it. It was it was sent in by a reader. It was sent in by eight eight four, aka Gary and Kirk. Mm-hmm. They've given their postcode, but I I won't divulge that in case they're recognisable. N eleven. They're anticipating After flowers. <laughs> Hi Frank. And they deserve them. <laughs> we think that it's lines from the chorus of the theme tune to that was the week that was. Fantastic. Now. Those of you listening saying, what? Mm-hmm. A major uh, satire show in the 60s. Yeah. That was the week that was, hosted by David Frost. And um, it started every week with a woman called Millicent Martin singing a song which was based on topical things that had happened mm-hmm. that week. And the chorus went, that was the week that was, it's over, let it go. And that was it. So, and I have to say, it's fairly... Infrequent that it is an answer on a commercial radio text in. <laughs> yes. I think that's fairly true. <laughs> yes, no, Kiss, I were, Kiss were doing that this morning. Frank, <laughs> I, I, uh, I like the sound of Gary and Kirk. Do we think father and son, Cat Stevens? Do we think father and son, or are you going flatmates? Um, or are you know. going bromance? I don't know. But it, 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 does it or civil partnership? They... I'll go any of those things. <laughs> I love them because they've put me out of my misery this morning. Okay. So, mm-hmm. If you could confirm your relationship status, that'd be awesome. To Gary and Kirk, we salute you. So that's lovely. Anyway, and on, on, the, on, the, on the theme of good news and at last, yes. there was a fabulous, lovely, romantic wedding this week, wasn't there? Oh, oh yeah. Brangelina. Doom, 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 Brangelina, Brangelina, pretty little thing. Brangelina dance, Brangelina sing. Um, yes, been, you're going to do that every time I say Brangelina. Brangelina. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set them up, you you're know not going. I'm relieved, if I'm honest, because they've been living over the brush, as I believe one of your relatives <laughs> used to say, Frank. Yeah. What? Uh, no, yeah, I think Frank's Over the brush is another, another phrase for. Because they, they don't like you saying living in sin anymore. No. Oh, really? No. Over no, the brush. Apparently it's offensive. What they do is they phone up someone then from the... Uh, the, the Sin Society. <laughs> yeah, no, from the No Sin Society. Oh, from right. the Anais Nin Society. Oh, yeah. And, uh, no, actually, they're filthy. They, uh, <laughs> they phone up someone from the Humanist Society. And they say, of course, the whole concept of sin is an oppressive, blah, blah, blah. And you yeah. go, suddenly you've got a new story. I'm, I'm glad guys. he's done the decent thing. She's got well, did he do the decent thing? Well, she's got all those kiddies. It was about time. I think it, was, it was on France... I think they have shared 
kiddies, don't they? No, but I like being like a 1970s comedian. Right. Um, no, but I mean... 22 it's, people. It is one of those. Yeah, that was just the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. I mean, I when I was a kid, it used to be... Um, Quite the search for the sort of bridesmaid and the page boy used to be quite a moment, you know, quite a little theme of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now people just use their own kids. Yeah. That's oh, so, because they live over the brush. I know yeah. I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nepotism at its very worst. They're getting those jobs <laughs> or, or just best. because yeah. they are the children <laughs> of the bride and groom. Yeah. That never used to happen. And they're taking other people's gigs. Yeah. It's, if you want to be a page boy nowadays... <laughs> It's not, it's not what you know, it's, it's who you know. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I've got uh, a text to read out. This is from Gary and Kirk. Hi, Frank, we are a couple. We've been together for 18 years. Fantastic. Congratulations. Well, you've made me very happy this morning, I must say. Mm-hmm. I love them. Long may they reign. I haven't seen you this happy since you uh, remembered the word stylus on air and oh, punched God, the air. Yeah, was, it's one of the... See, this is what I always say. Don't Google it. Yeah. If it's just a case of not remembering, because when you do... I know that it, it, I didn't remember it, mm. but no. coming from the readers feels more like an act. Someone has taken the trouble to put me... Mm-hmm. to help me out. Yes. I love them. I feel like they're my kind of people, Gary and Kirk. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so anyway, Brangelina. Meanwhile, over at the Chateau... Yes. Um, well, I'll tell you what was a bit embarrassing. Her dad wasn't invited. John Voigt. No, that and re- him. That, I had a mate who did the uh, the Gretna Green drive with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They just they just shot off one night. Um, you know, it was the seventies. They had a few drinks and drove to Scotland. <laughs> and smoked uh, sixty cigarettes uh, in the they car. Had, uh, that they had a, I think that the witness was a woman who'd come to pay her rent, oh. who just was at the play. You know, and that, but yeah. I think their family never really forgave them for. Yeah, it. yeah. But I always think the. Uh, the, the very close family ought to be part of it, and then it can be as small as it wants. I mean, twenty-two is, I think, a bit much. I the think trouble it was is, once you get one, you know that moment wedding. though, where you once you start, once you let one in, you've got the cut-off point. There has to be that well, moment it. where, in, you know, if you imagine the bouncer standing with his hand up, yeah. mm. and the family member who gets the uh, no, sorry, your name's not. Yeah, down, but you're you not don't want in. to be um, what I call hero. Which is evening reception only. Oh. Because the <laughs> do you worst. Think they did that. We've been that guy. Well, can you imagine? Yeah. To be evening reception only. Yeah. Oh. And everyone says, what about that bit where they made the toast? Oh, I wasn't there. It's weird, though, because I would have wanted to go for conversation <laughs> purposes. Not to the Brangelina wedding. But th- can well, they... You wouldn't have been invited, Frank. <laughs> no, but had I been, I would Why have Why would gone. you be invited? Just say if they, you know, say if they just said, well, let's, have one, let's have one random <laughs> one, British One celeb for the paps. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> and they picked you. One random one. <laughs> I would have, uh, I would have done, I would have gone just for because it'd be good to talk about it on here. That's true, yeah. yeah. I'd have said to you now, <laughs> actually, I was motive? there. I was one of the 22. <laughs> what are they getting out of this? Um, well, that would get a bit of publicity, <laughs> on not it? Not you. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of publicity, because there are definitely a couple that caught that. That's, how, that's why they had such a massive... Oh, come on, don't wedding. fall for that. <laughs> can, 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 they, can, can Brad and Angelina be anything other than very great fools? Oh, really? Yeah. Why can do you say they, that? Possibly? I thought there was a lot of I, love for them. I thought, yeah, I thought they were pretty Why cool. Why don't you like them? Because there's a because level... they didn't get invited to the wedding. There's, there's a level extraordinary of... reason. Because you were level 23 on the list. <laughs> there's a level of fame where you are so removed from reality uh-huh. that you might as well be burnt. <laughs> I mean, you just have... you. They can have no sense of what 
the world is like what it's about. Can they? I don't... Don't they say, oh, I feel a bit, and then someone runs over with a wet wipe. What do you feel? That's their life. It, I, I feel sorry for them. It's like they're, all the reality has been sucked out know, of I feel them. Envious. Like cuttlefish. You know cuttlefish. If you can imagine the reality was moisture. That's what you've been left with there. And also, so. we can all sit and say we celebrate, but my heart was with Jennifer Aniston at home sobbing when she heard <laughs> I thought it was quite real in that the dad didn't know and uh, and he was asked about it and he said, that's nice. Yeah. It's kind of quite real. Yeah, that I bet he was upset as well. They broke a million hearts with that uh, <laughs> with that wedding. So I was celebrating. I mean, imagine Jennifer. She's never got over him, let's face it. That's true, yeah. I'll tell you, you got the best gig. 500 the, big uh, ones for that ring. The, um, the best gig, really, is the judge from California who did the actual marriage in California and oh. then went and did the one in... Um, was it France or yeah, Italy? Where France, did it? France, yeah, yeah, in France. Mm. I mean, that's a good gig, isn't it? Where is he's is like, he the house, the house vicar at their place? Yeah, just. I mean, that's a jolly, isn't it, by anyone's standards? If I was, do you know when Natalie Wood got married? Apparently, James Dean sat outside on his motorbike, revving his motorbike, <laughs> so they couldn't hear the ceremony. Spoilt it for everyone. Really? Gone out with, oh. I think she should have gone outside with them. One of the, you know, the, those flat. Who's back this? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, flat back truck. Oh yeah. Speakers on, <laughs> and sang uh, Jolie, 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 <laughs> Jolie. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. <laughs> it would have absolutely been. It, it would have swamped their. It would have taken their story. Yeah. Too slow on it, you see. Poor Jennifer. I like her better. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know one thing that should not be overlooked with Frank? Brangelina, Brangelina, <laughs> pretty little thing. Brangelina, dance. Brangelina, sing. Lovely. I actually went to school with Brangelina Singh. I wonder where she is now. <laughs> I thought you were saying you went to school with Danny Kay, which wouldn't have surprised me. <laughs> uh, one thing that should not be overlooked is that, you know, the reason that they're getting married right now is it's, because it's, it's an ten years it? yeah. since the anniversary of the film Mr and Mrs Smith. Mm. Yes. Which feels a bit like they're celebrating someone else's pain. Because oh, this is, God, of course, yes. he was married to Jennifer Aniston. They met, and uh, location romances will happen, and hearts will get broken. Mm-hmm. But didn't they even do the? You know that thing that you have to do, and you say, "No, it didn't. It didn't start until after." Yeah, they did that for quite. a they while. They did do that. Yeah, they? they did that for quite a long time. I and think. Then, didn't they stop doing it then? Did they then fess up? Well, they've got this married. It's an anniversary like of when Frank, they met. It's, it's like he's asking about two friends in the playground. <clears throat> did they stop doing it? To me, all human beings are my friends. <laughs> oh. But that, okay. isn't it mean, Frank, don't you think? For I follow the Nazarene, <laughs> and thus believe that in each of us a single light doth flicker. This is a bit water of the world as well. radio, gentlemen. <laughs> 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 Playing the hits. Oh, no, that was uh, fourth radio. It was last week. Were you saying that her wedding ring cost half a mil? Is that what you said? 500 big ones. Has Jennifer remarried? 500... No, well, she goes out with Justin Theroux. Daisy did a great thing. She had her arms folded, Frank, and she, she shook her head with oh, a, a, a slightly no. pursed-lipped expression. It was foolish of me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, she no. never really got uh, close. Well, no, they've stolen the thunder. No. Do you yes. think she and Justin Theroux were going to get married. Oh. But do you think she got closure? Is it, this could be closure for her. Mm-hmm. Let's hope It's been so. difficult. I mean, <laughs> of course, in the 80s, pit closure was a commonplace. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I, it took a bit of work to get there, but I was, I was glad of the climb. She, she says she's over it. She Co- says, turn a page, people. 
Yeah. yeah. What she should what she should say if I was Jennifer Aniston's scriptwriter, mm-hmm. I would have said, uh, "Yes, I I did um, I did split with uh, Brad. I wouldn't say it was my most famous parting." Because oh. she was famous for that slightly off-centre yeah, party. Yes. Do you see? Then people yeah. say, she's back! I love that. She's back, Jennifer. <laughs> we thought she was heartbroken, but she's done a joke about it. Yeah. If you're listening, Jennifer, you can have that. <laughs> you think she's one of our readers? That'd be good. Well, you know, I think she probably does the pods. I don't I don't know if she gets up and listens to it live. I'm yeah. not saying that. But she, she you know... I'm a big fan of the adverts. I'm just saying you can those. have that. If anyone is, um, follows her, text her that and say, you can you <laughs> use that. Use that. And uh, suddenly people are saying, oh, what's wrong about her? Let's get friends back together. Next thing she knows, he's on the crest of a wave. He's sitting at home with Angelina wittering on about, you know, Tommy Lee. Well, I remember when Tommy Lee said, and he's sitting at home thinking, oh, I should, oh, God, look, friends is on. She still looks great. Look at those little kilts. Still carries them off. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine it? Eh? Just turn the tables on them. That's what you have to do. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. I am virtually, almost, sort of, joined in with a popular craze, which is something I try to... uh, I don't mean the popular craze, the (laughs) well-known underworld um, East End villains of the 60s. Mm -hmm. Um, Who were popular. They're they're still popular in some quarters. Oh, definitely. Um, But uh, I know I try to avoid the popular craze. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, I I never learnt um, lip-smacking... Thirst quenching. Well, so we see. I never learnt that here. Although you often used to finish a show with um, a rousing chorus of Whoop Whoop Gangnam Style, didn't you? You got into that. <laughs> yeah, but well, that was after we went off air, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. But I, I sort of took part in an ice bucket challenge. Oh, what? And, you, and you went to Kate Bush. You're so, I, on, you're so on trend. Well, that's true. Aren't you? Can I be honest? Ice, buck chal- ice bucket challenge this week, it's a bit throwback Thursday. I know. But it was, um, I was asked, okay. to, I asked to do the tipping. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, And so I did the tipping for a, a, a guy uh, in Edinburgh who, I was, uh, who was staying at the same flat as me, called Craig. He was a very nice gay guy, but he, was, he wasn't a gay. Uh, he was a <laughs> guy. Very nice gay guy. Uh, he was a very nice guy. No, Why he, did you say very nice gay? I don't know, but what would Freud make of that? You just said he was a very nice gay. You I know I said. I identify. Specifically I ident- said I know. it. I, I pulled up myself on it. Pulled up yourself, isn't it? Let him off the ropes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, to life with me. I'm just yeah. doing the rope of dope. I'll have her in a minute. He's <laughs> a, rug- a rugby player. Oh. I know. Um, and a, a very nice gay. He's a big, yeah. very nice guy. <laughs> Send it. I tell you, he's a rugby player because we got the ice bucket out, and I thought, oh god, he's going to hate this. Of course, I rock, yeah. rugby players to this. Yeah. I could see he was looking at it, saying, "Hold on, where's the urine and excrement?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ice bucket—it's nothing to a rugby player. They constantly fill that with Bailey's and Guinness, and they'll drink it like and it's they, some and kind and of bonding those, thing. The, the clubs he goes to, he'll be used to the dry ice. Yeah. So, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Um, so I, t- I tipped it um, over him. I got soaked as well. What? Yeah, I, it's hard to tip an ice bucket over someone without getting wet yourself. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I remember um, being one of the people who ice-cubed suburban studs off the stage at uh, Bur- Barbarella's <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> in uh, 1978. They were supporting The Clash. In fact, they were a local heavy metal band in Birmingham who just decided to get on the punk bandwagon and we weren't having it. 
And the thing at Barbarella's was you'd go to the ice buckets and just throw ice cubes at the stage. And then they could just come and sweep up after, and the next band came on. Simple as that. No evidence either. Sounds dangerous, though. It is dangerous. I, I drank a lot. Like I, drank, I drank, I drank a lot then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you you'll be drinking again when that rugby player gets hold of you. <laughs> just get off my cat. I, I never. It was a Freudian slip. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had another It's Over, Let It Go, but of course we've solved it. Yeah. Solved. But what was that one? From Too Much, Too Little, Too Late by Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams. Too much, too, too little, too late. You know, that might be somebody listening an hour behind, though, on the uh, decade stations, as we like to call them in yeah. uh, commercial broadcasting. It's a company man. Mm. I hadn't yeah. even thought about that song. It's someone texting the uh, decade stations, yeah. Can I say something quickly about that ice bucket challenge? If people are doing it in hot countries, it doesn't count, as far as I'm concerned, because it's easy having ice in a nice hot country. It's yeah. here that it's, it's not quite hot. so easy to get ice. But in they a nice should have a different country, challenge, yeah, like they a should slug have... challenge or something. No, no, they should tip a, a kettle of boiling water over. <laughs> yeah, make it a probe. Yeah, that then you, that you've really got a belief. Did you see that the ice bucket <laughs> challenge has been blamed for a water shortage on a Scottish yes. island? I mean, of all, of all places to not have a water shortage I would have thought a small island would be and what they're putting know. in the whiskey <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's why it became headline news Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what about R2D2 did it no, what? No good will come of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw no. that. Play havoc with the. I thought he was. Nice I hope they gave him a spray with WD 40 <laughs> first. Uh, we need to talk about Dynamo, boys. Oh, yeah. If there Not any, something I thought I'd ever say. If there are young people listening, it may be good to tune out now because there are naysayers in the Dynamo mm. camp, aren't there? Is he a youth phenomenon, Dynamo? He's yeah. uh, Dynamo the magician. He's a young magician. Um, I know he is, but oh, is, is, right. he, is he mainly watched by? You know you? how I meant in terms of spoilers, because uh, we're going to, you know, say that people are saying, "Oh, you could see the wires." Oh, no, it was in the papers. For it is in the papers. Say. I mean, it's I don't think young people are reading the papers. But magicians back in the day, you knew where you stood. Yeah. Because they had a waistcoat. There was now, 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 sort of music, mm-hmm. and ev- everyone was happy. A waistcoat. Grey sideburns. It was now, that bloke used to be on Saturday nights. It's a kind of magic. Remember that guy? Paul Daniels? No. <laughs> is, he <laughs> is, right? is he all right? That's yeah. a kind of magic. Okay, is Paul Daniels all right? Yeah. Um, He's fine. Yeah, he had a bit of flooding. <laughs> okay. But I didn't kill him, even though he was short. I think he climbed up um, he the ke- lovely he's Debbie. Keeping his, he's keeping his head above water, is the short answer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Dynamo's he one of these... He might have drowned. That could be his toupee. We think he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's lying on the floor, drowned. Oh, no. Frank, Dynamo's one of the trendy... Um, no, I know him. You know. Yeah. Talk to me if I don't know him. Well, sometimes. And I no. think he's great. I think he's good. He's but very I, good. This this, um, this shard thing. He basically tried to levitate. He's a bit humble northern for my liking, but um, you know what I mean? I'm all right very, with that. He's t- well, you're not humble. What? <laughs> This is all no, he's, he's very sort of sweet and. Uh, this is because I said I didn't watch the last five minutes of Doctor Who. He's been storing it up. It's, that's not that, true. That, that bullet's been loaded in the chamber. <laughs> I've shouted you down to five minutes. <laughs> if it was just the credits, that's fine. And, and also, you, you, you'd have just missed the coming next week thing. Oh, yeah. I'll give it another try tonight if it helps. He was on the Shard, though. Wasn't yeah, what's he? happened? He was the Shard, which is a tall building mm-hmm. the tallest, in, in South it? London. Yeah. Uh, it just qualifies as South London. It's just south of the Thames. And he, um, <laughs> he levitated um, above the two um, Shardy sticky out bits on top. Yeah. 
Now, people are saying, hold on a minute, if you look at that photo, yeah. you can see there's wires. Yeah. Right. You've got wires. Now, there's uh, several problems with this, but the main problem is, what did people think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they think that Dynamo... Has is? Did they think he's in league with the devil in some way? <laughs> that he has actual supernatural powers. Well, he has got a bit of previous on this because one of his uh, fame-getting tricks was he walked on water. So maybe they did. <laughs> maybe they thought, "Hold on a minute." Yeah, well, I mean, it's great. I love his stuff. It's great. Yeah. But I, it never struck my mind that he had actual no, supernatural powers. Hold no. horses. Aren't they saying really? It's what they're saying is, give us the bacon sandwich. Don't show us how the pig is killed. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I'm more. <laughs> speaking in code. No, but that makes I, sense. You understand. I understand. That was I put that in the personals in the Times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Two Russian men don't, arrived at my house at three a.m. <laughs> that don't show us the innards. Don't show us the process. No. I, right. Well, okay. But I thought this is. A, it says, you know. Oh, it turns out he's a phony. Mm. And then he, he said. Now this isn't true. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't faking it. That was the bit where I just having a practice with the wires. Hold oh. on. <laughs> so then, then you levitated above the shard. I mean, I think there's, there's a quite problem. There's a problem with reality here, isn't there? Yeah. He. Um, I don't yeah, like it when the magic world has a problem with reality. I don't. He denied. He, de- he denied. Denied him, oh, did. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I call him. I call him Linamo. Oh, yeah. he's a li- Slinamo. <laughs> Slinamo denied it. Yeah, that's what he did with his uh, northern humility. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I didn't know that he's real. I re- when I read the article about him uh, faking his levitation, right? Um, which I have to say, it sort of made me. And it makes you question everything after that, doesn't it? Everything. Yeah. I mean, literally everything. I mean, even... It's made me wonder about birds. Yep. <laughs> you know, we just take it... We never really question that about the you know the flight thing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, actually, I'll, when you think about it, they do do quite a lot of walking, don't they? They come down to the floor and they just have a little pace about. And, you know, people put those wires on the ends of buildings to keep them off. Yeah. It's um, because they're, they're quite thickish wires and the birds think, well, we're going to get too close to that cause people might think... It might just put the whole wire thing in their mind and then they'll see the final one. Yeah. I anyway. don't think you should just levitate above the shard, though. It's a bit like when people are reincarnated and, you know, it's always someone extraordinary. I think they should just do something, no offence, but a bit more mundane, like Cockrell's house. They should levitate above there. I don't want Dynamo levitating over my house. Um, in case you're listening, Dynamo, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but stay, stay out of, the, uh, of my airspace. I mean, to be honest, Stephen. I don't want him levitating over my house either. Well, they freak the kids out when they're trying to get to sleep. There's also, he's incontinent. You know, he's <laughs> woefully incontinent. Is he? Yeah, that's one of oh, the things well, I'm about not, him. I'm not People leaving the house with an umbrella every day, just in case. <laughs> yes. Um, no way. I once saw him pull a toilet roll out of a top hat, completely unexpectedly. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Frayne, I didn't know his real name. He's one of the... That's something else I didn't want to know. I liked that he was Dynamo and he had magic power. Oh, now suddenly he's on a wire and he's called Stephen Frame. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bloke now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, why didn't he call his show You've Been Framed? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would have been perfect when he goes up into the... You know, to people in the street and does a magic trick. You've been... He can yeah. give him a card. So, you've playing card on one side, you've been framed on the other. It's, 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 it's crying out for it. 
If you're no, in showbiz business and your name is Stephen Frame, <laughs> I would probably change it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe that's it's why too I similar it to, to the Dynamo. other one. Yeah, which one? Stephen Frey. <laughs> Who's that? Stephen Fry. <laughs> oh, Stephen Fry. <laughs> oh, oh, is he the God. other one? Yeah. The other one. The other, the other one. one. The other. Let's face it. <laughs> Ultimately, though, it's all. There's nothing. Is that nothing can top the old coin from behind the ear? Oh, oh, I can yeah. do that. How oh, can mate. you? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Oh. Can you do it over brunch? I might, yeah, I might, I might uh, if you brunch, weren't mad, yeah. I'd go out for a drink with you. If you Somebody, do that. I'll do it over brunch. I remember Jerry Sadovich, who's a very, very fine close-up comedian, did mm-hmm. that to me. And I think it was the last time I actually said, No way! <laughs> wow. It was the last time I said that one, ironically. Brilliant. Anyway, um, I, I'm still, I think it's fine with Donut Dynamo. I, I've, uh, if, he'd, if it had come out that he was a 22 stone and a posh bloke from Surrey, yes. I would have said he yeah. was a phony, but the wire is fine. Um, the wire's fine, Arge is fine. Arge, oh, thank God, Arge is all right. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. been a fine time, hasn't it? It has. You picked a fine time to leave me, Arge. <laughs> Texting what lyric that is um, from. No, no, don't. Uh, we need to, uh, I'm going to end now. Can we please end? Um, this is uh, Pete Donaldson is coming up uh, next with his affable Geordie manner <laughs> and um, and I'll thank Dynamo not to levitate above that either um, if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now get out The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio back Saturday morning from 8 tune in live for the full Frank experience